I imagine that right now you're feeling a bit like Alice. Tumbling down the rabbit hole? Hmm? I can see it in your eyes. I'm trying to free your mind, Neo. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth. I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! What truth? You say you that you are a slave, Neo. Trying to understand this! 20-year-olds fall in and out of love more often than they change their oil filters, which they should do more often. I didn't see the light until I was already a man. You have to let it all go, Neo. Fear, doubt, disbelief. Free your mind. It doesn't matter who we are. No one cared who I was till I put on the mask. How do you define real? You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. After this, there is no turning back. Are we clear? Crystal. Here we are, still under quarantine, at least uh, most of us are. I know some states are opening, and obviously for those of you listening to Third Degree Mind from around the world, all of you are going through different levels of quarantine or stay-at-home orders today. Here in Nevada, we're still under that stay-at-home order for a little longer. Currently, it's supposed to be in effect until May 15th at which point our state should be slowly reopening in phases progressively, you know, um, basically one industry at a time and just small baby steps over the following weeks. So, of course, it's very realistic at this point that this whole social distancing thing is going to be in effect for the immediate future, you know, into into summer and uh, potentially beyond, at least to some extent. We hope that some of these businesses can reopen so we can start to get back to uh, life as we knew it before COVID-19, but really only time will tell. You know, they're talking about a vaccine still being uh, early 2021 on the optimistic side of the spectrum there. So we're talking January, February, March, optimistically, so realistically it may very well be a year or more away before we have any kind of vaccine uh, out there and available for prevention of this disease and we hope that maybe before that we can come up with a very strong effective treatment or perhaps even a cure would be outstanding if you could just oh you have the coronavirus here's a pill take this and you'll be fine in 24 hours that kind of thing would be outstanding but realistically that may not be happening anytime soon so this new world of social distancing is our new normal uh so only time will tell exactly what happens uh in the coming weeks and coming months but uh 
Right now, at least, the data is showing that we're past the peak times. Most countries have passed the peak a while ago and are on their downslope. The U.S. is a little bit lagging behind because we the coronavirus came over here a little bit later. So, uh, from my understanding, at least, it appears that the U.S. is at least past the peak within the last couple weeks. So, experts are saying that we should be able to start some slow reopening uh, within the next few weeks here, hopefully. Uh, I hope you're surviving this whole social distancing thing because, you know, this this is tough on us psychologically. Humans are not meant to be isolated like this. You know, we're, we're relational beings. We are supposed to be interacting with others and having those relationships and a lot of those connections that we share with other people involve some form of physical contact. You know, whether it's a simple handshake or a hug or, of course, more intimate connections with those that we love. But our inability to show that affection or friendship with those people who mean something to us is causing a lot of stress for people and understandably so. Here in Nevada, we've had multiple nurses and doctors suffering from some mental health issues as a result of COVID-19. We're seeing some cases of some real severe depression that's very concerning, some severe mental exhaustion, and in a few cases we have even seen uh, suicide. I heard on the news yesterday about a nurse here in Las Vegas who took her own life as a result of the things that she's had to experience with being on the front lines fighting COVID-19 in an emergency room right here in in the city of Las Vegas. And and that kind of thing, we're we're seeing that everywhere. That's not unique to here in Southern Nevada. New York City has seen two suicides recently, an EMT and an ER physician both taking their own lives. These are some of the signs that we're entering a, a very grim and dark phase of this pandemic as... It's going way beyond the physical toll that the coronavirus is taking on patients. It's starting to take a very real and severe mental toll on so many people. Most, the most recent numbers that I heard about the, the physical effects are something like 65 to 70% of the people that get the coronavirus. Uh, they never actually develop the COVID-19, the severe cough, the shortness of breath, the fever, the chills, loss of taste, loss of smell, you know, all those things, a, a pretty good number might be infected and able to spread the coronavirus, but they're not actually coming down with those symptoms. So when you look at all the cases, there's only a handful that end up in the hospital and only a very, very, very tiny percentage that end up dying. And, and we don't even have those numbers in, in full because we don't have the full context of how many people were actually affected, uh, were actually infected with uh, the coronavirus because they're only testing those that are severe. So like when you look at the number of confirmed cases and you look at the number of deaths, and you think to yourself, oh my God, there's 3 to 5% are dying. That's, that's a high number. But that's not a, a totally fair number because we're not counting all the people that are walking around 
infected, but completely asymptomatic. And, and that's actually uh, the majority of cases. Or we look back to all the way back to December, January, you know, before this was really something that we were uh, talking about so frequently. We look at those numbers. You think back, I mean, how many people have you run into, or maybe you are one of them, where they had a really severe, what they thought was a case of the flu that they were suffering with for several weeks, up to a month. And now in hindsight, you know, looking back, maybe they're thinking, well, maybe that was the coronavirus. Maybe I had COVID-19, but it just, it was so under wraps and nobody was talking about it really. And nobody thought it was here in the U.S. The reality is, is the coronavirus could have been wreaking havoc across the United States months before any of the social distancing stuff came out. And I think that's what's what's really scary is the fact that we don't know how many people were affected or how many people are currently walking around infected but but feel totally fine and have no symptoms. And that's why this is such a dangerous disease because I could have it, completely not know that I have it, and walk around, I go visit grandma, I give it to grandma, and two weeks later, grandma's dead. That's why, and, and no one would know that she got it from me. That's that's why we're having all these quarantines and, and social distancing. But that's having this strong negative effect on the mental health of our frontline people like the doctors and the nurses and the first responders. We train those people how to do their jobs and manage the intensity of a medical crisis exactly like this. But very few are prepared, trained, or let alone comfortable dealing with the mental health after effects that follow something like this. And we're starting to see a lot of this kind of thing as we move through this pandemic without really having a solution yet. We're seeing lots of early signs of a, men of a mental health crisis, burnout, emotional exhaustion, because it's just too much sometimes to deal with. We have so many heroes all over the planet that are on these front lines. Like I said, the doctors, the nurses, other hospital employees, first responders like cops, firefighters, EMS personnel, paramedics. Everybody that's on those front lines, they're all seeing and experiencing things that they probably never really have been faced with at least not in modern times. I wish I had a perfect solution for all those people to avoid the mental drains and the exhaustion and the fatigue. But I really don't because it's really going to have to start with a physical cure or a vaccine, which as we said, we're, we're still a long time away. That's not in our near future. We have to accept that reality. We have to figure out how do we solve this problem until the scientists and medical experts 
and the, the geniuses around the globe until those people have found a way to effectively treat, cure, and prevent COVID-19. What are we supposed to do in the meantime until that happens? There's lots of different drugs and clinical trials. Some of them are showing positive results, and those are all great. But we're still not there. So what do we do until we get there? I think like anything else, the first thing that we, we really have to remember is that regardless of what you do for work, if you're essential or not, you have to find ways to take care of yourself. And during these times, especially if you're one of those frontline workers, you have to find ways to take care of yourself. Because if you go down, you're not going to be able to help anyone else like you signed up to do, like you volunteered to do and you've dedicated your life to doing. If you go down, all those things will go down also. We're all human. And if you're in one of those types of jobs, we, we already know that you're a hero. Simply put, you're a hero and you're so important to solving this pandemic. You're an important link in that chain. We need you. Stepping back once in a while and saying, you know what? I need a day off. I, I can't do this today. That's okay. We want you to do that. We want you to take that step back and look at yourself and your mental health and say, you know what? I need a day off or I need a week off. I need to refocus. We want you to take care of yourself because we need you. And I know that's hard sometimes because you signed up to do something great. You signed up to do something amazing to help others to be a life-sustaining link in that chain. You feel like you're letting people down by taking a day off or a few days off. But everyone gets to that point of exhaustion. Everyone has a line that they might be getting close to and has to recognize that. When you get to that line, you have to step back and take that day off. You have to refocus, do some... do. Focus on some of your hobbies, your 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 own health, uh, exercising, going for a walk, getting some fresh air, spending time with people that you can spend time with. Take that time for yourself so that you can go back another day and save more lives. Like I said, if you go down, you can't help anyone. And none of us wants that to happen. So please, please, please take care of yourselves. It's true that the most important person to keep alive is yourself. It's not a selfish thing. It's, it's the truth. It's because we need you to be alive and healthy so that you can do what you do best. Save lives, help others, keep the rest of us safe. We need you to be healthy so that you can keep the rest of us healthy. We need you, so please take care of yourself. And, and if, you, if you know someone in one of those positions, please, please check on them frequently. Pay attention to signs that they might be projecting. 
signs that they are mentally exhausted or drained or depressed or frustrated, angry. If you see something, say something. Don't just stand by and encourage them to keep doing what they're doing. Encourage them to focus on themselves for a little bit. Encourage them to take that day of rest. We all need a break once in a while, and that's okay. So, thank you for being here today with uh, Third Degree Mind. Happy to have you here, as always. Uh, I've been posting a few quotes on the Facebook page lately because I stumble on these things that I, I just really like. And uh, if you're not already following us on Facebook, get on there. Look us up, Third Degree Mind. Like or follow the page there. And, of course, you can always reach out and contact me right there on the Facebook page. I want to share something with you that I found the other day that uh, really made me laugh. I think during these days, we can all use a good laugh once in a while. You know that saying, uh, laughter is the best medicine? I really believe in that kind of thing. Did you know that one minute of anger weakens the immune system for four to five hours? while one minute of laughter boosts your immune system for over 24 hours. And in this day and age, we all want a healthy and strong immune system, right? So I'm going to play this thing for you. This lady has a good point about all the confusion surrounding the quarantine rules and and what we're all supposed to be doing. Listen carefully and feel free to laugh. Uh, You'll boost your immune system if you do. Yeah, I really don't understand why everybody isn't following the same rules right now. They're very clear. So let's take a minute and let's go over them again. First, you must not leave the house for any reason, unless of course you have a reason and then you may leave the house. All stores are closed except those that are open and all stores must close unless of course they need to stay open. This virus is deadly, but don't be afraid of it. It can only kill people who are vulnerable and also those who are not vulnerable. We should stay locked down until the virus stops infecting people. And it will only stop infecting people if enough of us get infected that we build immunity. So it is very important that we get infected and also do not get infected. You should not go to the doctor's office or the hospital unless you have to go there. Unless, of course, you are too sick to go there. This virus has no effect on children except for those children in which it affects. The virus remains active on different surfaces for two hours or four hours or six hours but in most cases it's days and not hours and it needs a damp environment or a cold environment that is warm and dry in the air unless the air is plastic schools are closed so you need to homeschool your children unless you can send them to school because you are not home if you are at home you can school your children using various portals and online classrooms unless you have poor internet more than one child only one computer or you are working from home. Baking cakes can be considered math, science, or art. If you are home educating, you can include household chores within their education curriculum. And if you are home educating, you may start drinking at approximately 10 a.m. every day. If you are not home educating children, you may also start drinking at approximately 10 a.m. Masks are useless at protecting you against the virus but you still need to wear one because it can save lives. And in some cases it may even be mandatory, but also maybe not. You must not go to work, but you can get another job at which point you may go to work. Stay home. I don't know how many more celebrities we need to have tell you how important it is to go outside 
and take care of your mental health. There is no shortage of groceries in the supermarket. There are simply many things missing. You don't need to go buy a bunch of toilet paper, but you should buy some in case you need it. If you are sick, you may go out once you are better, but those in your household, they cannot go out once you are better, unless of course they need to go out. Animals are not affected by the virus, except for that cat that tested positive in Belgium in February, plus a couple tigers. The number of corona-related deaths will be announced daily, but we don't know how many people are infected because we were only testing those who are almost dead to determine if that's what they will die of. The people who die of corona who are not counted won't or will be counted, but maybe not. To help protect yourself during these times, you should be eating well and exercising, but exercising only eating what you have at home to avoid going to the stores unless you need toilet paper or a fence panel. It's important to get fresh air, but don't go to parks, but do go walk in other places. Just don't sit down unless you are old or pregnant. But if you do sit down, don't sit for too long unless you are old and you are pregnant, in which case you need to sit down. But if you do sit down, don't eat unless you've had a long walk, which you are allowed to do if you are old or pregnant, except for times in which you aren't. Don't visit old people but you have a moral obligation to take care of old people and bring them food and medicine. And finally, no businesses will go down due to coronavirus, except those businesses that go down due to COVID-19. I hope this cleared up any questions about what we should and should not be doing during this time. Please educate your friends and family with this information so we can remove any and all confusion surrounding this time. Thank you. Well, this is just gonna be a uh, short, quick episode. I just wanted to check in with all of you. And hopefully uh, your lives are doing okay with this pandemic. I hope it's not screwing with your mind too much. If it is, please reach out. Please talk to someone. And like I was talking about before, please focus on yourself. Uh, before I let you go for the day, though, I do want to share uh, one song with you. It's a new song from Luke Holmes that... Uh, I think really personifies how most of us are feeling during this uh, pandemic and I really listen to the lyrics here because I think this is an outstanding song and I think it speaks to how we're all feeling and what we're all going through during this pandemic. Just remember that we're all in this together. This isn't just affecting one community or two communities. This is, this is something that's infected uh, people across the planet. This has affected all of us and it's impacted all of our lives, all of our routines. That's why we keep using the term new normal. You know, this is this uh, social distancing is our new normal for all of us. So we're all in this together. And I, like I said, I want you to listen to the lyrics of the song because I think this is spoken so perfectly. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. Uh, an outstanding week next week. And if you need anything... Don't hesitate to reach out. You can find me on the Facebook page, Third Degree Mind. Take care, everybody. When the dogwoods start to bloom And the crickets hum the tune That's usually about the time that I feel most alone But the news has all been bad And the whole world seems so sad I ain't had much else going on So I sat down and wrote this song I miss my mom, I miss my dad I miss the 
Hey, it's Jay, creator and host of Third Degree Mind Podcast. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I wanted to close really quick by reminding you that Third Degree Mind is produced primarily for entertainment purposes and is not intended to treat or diagnose any mental illness and is not intended to replace clinical psychiatry. I am not a licensed therapist or physician, so if you feel that you need mental health treatment, please always seek that appropriate care in your area. If you're feeling actively suicidal, please call 911 or take yourself to an emergency room. If you're in the U.S., you can contact the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline 24-7 at 1-800-273-8255 or contact them using their online chat service at suicidepreventionlifeline.org. And once again, they are available 24-7.